Smooth Brain Production presents. とんかつボーイズスーパータイムショー。How's it going, everybody? Welcome to your favorite anime podcast, Tunkatsu Boy Super Time Show. I am your host, Eric, alongside my co-host with the most, Jared Dubay Dorado. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to everyone. I also want to apologize because apparently we've been using the wrong name of this podcast up until now. Um, really? They, yeah, when they sent it to us. Uh, me and Eric both assumed it was tonkatsu, like the、uh, you know the pork cutlet. However, as I, I've just been, I've found out, it's actually、uh, refers to tokatsu. Is hang on, hang on, listen, you got it right here. Meaning special effects. Tokatsu. You can probably mistake it,、um, but it more broadly refers to special effects. Films with a lot of special effects in Japan. Who told、um, you this? Our editor in chief,、uh, Mr. Mr. Hazamata. Hazamata, that son of a bitch. He he keeps pestering me. I I keep I don't want to respond to any of his emails, but like it's it's getting pretty bad. Do you know what he did to his son, dude? No. He took him out and he like spanked him in the middle of Publix. Is that real? Yeah, Publix is a Japanese uh, uh, supermarket brand. I didn't know that. He took him out and he said, "This is for getting a、uh, for bringing home a, a nasty woman." And this, his son was thirty-two at the time when he、mm. did this, so yeah, extra embarrassing. Azamat is、yeah. a very old man, so that makes sense. I'm gonna take it up with the old man myself. Well, I mean, I don't want to change the show now, though. You know, I kind of just want to、yeah. keep it because I feel like, you know, they if they they should have caught it before we started putting out episodes. Like, I don't want to redo the podcast now.、Mm. So yeah, he can、uh, he can take the L as the kids say. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're just gonna keep it. We're just gonna call it a localization error and roll with the punches. But I just thought I'd let my the fans know. Now, Jared, before we、uh, get to today's topic.、Um... Got some things to cover.、Mm-hmm. Any uh, any watching any anime? You've seen anything? You, what you watching? What you doing? Um, well, I finished Eye Shield Twenty One. Um, wow, it's been that must、journey. have been a really long anime, huh? It was a lot like, of a lot of episodes, huh? I mean, a hundred fifty episodes is like long to me. I feel like for a lot of people, that's like mid <laughs> mid range. <laughs> Also, it took me、oh. like a year. It took me like a year, and the, I only finished it because I promised I would finish、oh, it before this year was done. I will. I will give you credit. You did finish it before I finally caught up with One Piece, but you did.、Uh, yeah, but like not by、it. not by a wide margin. Not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs>、um, I but, did have COVID the last four days. I couldn't watch、yeah. One Piece for like four days. So if you did, if you hadn't caught COVID, I'm sure you would have caught up by now. Um. Yeah. But. Overall, I really like the show. Um, I the only real. Are you gonna watch football now? I mean, sure. Like I understand how the game works now. At least I. Not at I all. Went in, I went up to it knowing <laughs> nothing.、Um, What's the? All right. Well, let me test your. Let me test your、uh, football knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sure. What? Who? It's the most important position in all of the football field. Who is? Who has the most important job? Well, that that seems kind of unfair. Um, I'm gonna guess it's the quarterback or the running back. Your first choice was correct. That is correct. The quarterback is the most important person on the team. What's your second question? Um. How many? Uh, how many points is a field goal? Three. Oh. <laughs> okay. What? That's all right. Um, what's a pass interference? Um, that's when someone uh interferes with the ball. Uh, mid mm. either mid throw, basically, or like pass interference is like an incomplete pass, right? It it. T- it Technically, uh, does it it uh, it doesn't matter if it's incomplete or not. Mm. So it's just someone interfering with the ball then. Interfering with the uh, receiver who's trying to receive the ball. Yeah. What is passer interference? Um. Now that one I probably am unsure of. It just sounds that, like the same kind of deal to me. It, it's the same deal, but it's the opposite. It's the it's um when the quarterback releases the ball, you can't touch him. Mm. You can't hit him. You can touch him, but you can't hit him violently. Okay. So that's what a passer interference is. For sure. Um, and that's it. That's my test. You did pretty good, you know. I would yeah. imagine you uh pass you would uh you could watch football competently now. Yeah, there's some like very situational things. Like I learned what a safety was. That only became mm. relevant in like the last arc. It's the position or the or the uh, the points uh, the points that uh, attribute to a safety. The points attributed to a safety for uh, <laughs> basically <laughs> getting a down in your own field goal. Yeah, which is kind of silly, but it, it is plot relevant, so it makes sense. Hmm. Um, it just kind of ends in a weird place because they they kind of build up throughout the show that. The end goal is this thing called the Christmas Bowl, which is where all the, the Christmas teams, Bowl. Yeah, it's where all the teams in Japan uh, get together. It's a real thing, um, but it ends before they can get to it. Uh, it end like there's a whole fight that we just don't see, and apparently, um, huh? That's sad. Yeah, the anime ends before the manga does. Um, so if I want to, you know read the rest i'd have to basically read the manga but according to everyone in the comment section the manga doesn't end much better so i I don't know but i mean i enjoyed my time with it there's a lot of good to come out of it yeah um i've watched and completed a show i'm not sure if you heard of it it came out the this year it's called great pretender oh yeah was that the uh, netflix one it's on Netflix. It's by Matt. It's by uh, Mappa, the people who did uh, most famously Attack on Titan, and they've done a bunch of other anime. But yeah, it's been on my list. It looked cool. I it, wanted to watch it's it. It's very cool. It's very good. Uh, it's about like uh, it's a it's like a series of like heists and like con like putting on big cons to do people, mm-hmm. uh, really rich people, and it's like globe trotting like. Uh, it opens up. It's really strange because it opens up when you're watching the Japanese dub in, in like Japanese dub. But then they introduce this character 
who's this important character he's french and like he has like a french accent and he's like talking in french he's speaking french Mm -hmm. and then at some point they start talking in english but it's still the japanese voice uh, acting and like it's the japanese voice actor for the for the japanese character like talking in like bad english like uh, you don't yes. know me like this he's talking like this uh-huh. and then the french guy is talking in english but it's with a really french it's like a really heavy french accent and yeah. then at some point there the show says we're going to transition to just english audio what <laughs> it's really? like this this will be translated in english so then i, I then but it's if you watch the japanese version it's just in japanese but uh-huh. if you watch, I switched to the dub, so I watched the I watched it in in the dub, which was really good. The dub was really good. So, uh, the ending, the ending for every episode is awesome. Um, which I'll play right now for you. Okay. Because we both have endings, but this one is uh especially strange. Let me change my windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me get a, let me get a mouthful of that. I um. Let me get a I really love English in it. It's my favorite. Little it's really form. good. It's really good in Great Pretender. It's really good. Okay. Uh, you see my screen? Mm-hmm. This is awesome, by the way. I'll play it for everybody. Is that a cat? It's a great. It's a cat. Ah. Uh, listen to this thing. Wonderful. Aww. Is this Queen? Who this is? It's Freddie Mercury. What the fuck? He has, uh, like, one of the last things he did was a, uh, like, I'm not sure what you call it. It's like a concert series that he taped, and it was called The Great Pretender, or Great Pretender. And this is the song that goes along with it. But the song is is much older than Freddie Mercury. It's like it was done by this old, like, groups, like, 50s singing group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a cute uh, little outro. It's awesome. Oh, it's going fast. Cats went fast. Oh no. It's really sad. That used to. I fucking love it, dude. I'm definitely gonna watch this when I have the chance. Really good. I believe it's like 23 episodes. Really. Yeah, and there should be a part three, so... There's, um... I usually am used to, like, Netflix shows being, like, 12. Anime, anyway. Well, this one had... It's, this one started with 12, like, I think came out in, like, towards the beginning of the year, and then towards the end of the year, they released uh, nine more episodes. Mm, okay. And usually, it's weird with the Japanese... Japan and, like... not I wouldn't say Japan, but just Netflix's uh, way they tackle anime is so awful. No, instead mean? of releasing instead of releasing it weekly like it is releasing in Japan oh. they wait until all the episodes are done and sometimes they wait until the dub's done and then yeah, they that's... release it all on Netflix so it's like if a show ends in like March it won't come to Netflix probably till like September it's pretty weird yeah but I feel like there's a wind there's change coming because uh, you know the anime Beastars yeah yeah. Uh, that is really popular, and it was a big hit in Japan and in the states. And season two of that is coming out like early next year, and 
Netflix is releasing the episodes at the same time in Japan as well as in US. So well, that's good. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch this when I have the chance. Like every Netflix anime I've watched, I haven't been that impressed by. But there's a lot there's a lot of good ones. I think that's I think actually the only Netflix exclusive anime I've watched has been uh Kakuguri, which is uh, BNA is good. B stars is great. Yeah, Seven Deadly Sins was really good at till it till uh, they changed animation studios. That was it, really good. There was um, there's a lot of good English in Ice Shield Twenty One. I bet. Did they call all there? This is the Ice Shield Twenty One ending that Jared sent me. This is the uh, fifth ending, and it is the first ending. In the third season of uh, Shield 21, mm. uh, the last three endings are all favorites of mine. Uh, it's a drastic tonal shift, and they're all really cute. Um, there's a lot of good English in Ice Shield 21. There's one time where they play the, uh, I think they're called like the African Tigers or something. It's a super out of left field, racist as hell like stereotype. They fight Ooh. a team that's uh, it's it's they're like super powerful, but they all look exactly the same. Oh, uh, great! And they and they set up the fight by having them like rescue like a kid or something, and they go African power. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could find the episode. It's really funny. And then at the NFL end of Japan, show... dude, NFL Japan <laughs> produced this. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, this came out like at, 2005. At the very, the, like one of the last scenes in the show is like a flash forward, and one is and, he in the NFL. <laughs> I'm not gonna say, um, oh. but he, uh, the main characters introduced, and he, and the guy's obviously Japanese doing like an American accent, and he goes, "Welcome, I Shield 21, American superstar." <laughs> awesome I love it um yeah damn just, uh I'm proud of you for finishing it you've said that you're gonna after we're, while we were watching Haikyuu in mid quarantine you said I'm, I'm gonna watch a show called Ice Shield 21 or it's like is, you asked me if there was an anime about football I was like yeah. I doubt it I have no idea then we found it and it was on Crunchyroll and you watched it it's a really cute show I mean it's fun seeing every character kind of grow together <laughs> Yeah. Um, before we uh, move on to the topic, I got I got to give it a One Piece update. I have, mm-hmm. I want to say six episodes. Six episodes to go. Yeah, till I'm all caught up. What are you gonna do then, cowboy? I don't know, man. I am so scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna be really sad. Out. You're gonna I'm watch gonna one episode sad. every other day. <sighs> I'm gonna be really sad. I am dragging my feet to catch up, but yeah. I really, I really don't want the adventure to be over. I know, that's... and it's not. It's the show like is still going stronger than yeah. ever. People, you can argue it's as popular as ever right now. Like, mm. I mean, I just, yeah, but I'm like, gonna... there's always the end of the journey where it's like, I don't want this yeah. to be done. Like, I've, I felt the same yeah, thing like... with Ice Shield Twenty One, except you've been doing it for nine hundred episodes now. 953 i think i'm sorry 955 so like for you the 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 want to it's been a part of my daily it's been a part of my daily life for i would say the last seven months 
That's insane. Like watching it every day. Maybe skip. I skip. I, I maybe I skipped a day or two, but I usually never skipped more than two. Yeah. And like I think back at some of the last like some of the arcs that happened around like the three hundreds and the four hundreds. I'm like, oh, I miss those days. Who's the, I miss who's like the One Piece Dark Horse character? What's the one character that's a personal favorite, but not like because well, because well, they're under- well known. Yeah. Uh, I would say there's this character. His name is Bartolomello the Cannibal, and mm. he his whole thing is that he is a huge fan of the Straw Hat Pirates. Uh-huh. Like he has all their wanted posters. He knows everything about uh, like he knows everything about their journeys, where they've been. Like he's a fan of like he is a fan of them. Like he like he references things. Like he was a part of a major arc uh in the uh, I would say uh, he was part of a really big arc. It was like mm-hmm. everything was leading to this arc kind of thing. And he was awesome. Like he like he first you search see him, he's like an asshole. He's peeing all over the place. He uh, he has this power. He has this like he has this obscene power where he can create a barrier, and it's an impenetrable barrier. Mm-hmm. So he was just like acting like an asshole until he saw Luffy, and he was like, "Oh my god, that's Luffy! Holy shit!" He's <laughs> and he's such like cr- like shitting his pants. He's so scared to talk to him, and like he becomes an honorary member of the Straw. Actually, he becomes a member of the Straw Hat Alliance, which I won't even get into, but. Man, oh, I'm gonna miss it, dude. If I could wipe my brain and start over from <laughs> the beginning, do it from the beginning, yeah, I would. I would in a heartbeat, dude. Trust me, I, I feel that with so many like shows and like, pieces of media I've consumed. I would. would I would honestly pay money. I would pay money to have my memory wiped for would certain you, would things. Would you? Would you watch this anime again from the beginning? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I actually I think I would start I wouldn't start at the beginning beginning. I would start like 60 episodes in. Mm-hmm. I would start like around the Alabasta arc, which is around like episode 100. That's when the show kind of really starts. <laughs> at episode 100. Yeah, because like he collects the first like the first original crew of the Star Straw Hats. And they f- enter the Grand Line, and that's, like, when, like, the real shit goes down. Like, that's when, like, the show kind of becomes itself. Okay. But, yeah, I would definitely... I, I definitely am going to watch, like, a certain... There's this one Halloween-type arc that takes place, like, and has, like, a Halloween theme set uh, set behind it that I'm going to watch, like, every Halloween. Okay. So. Damn. <sighs> Um, oh, I also finished uh, the fourth stage of Initial D. How close are you to finishing that? Uh, pretty close. We only is it still f- going on? Are they no. still making movies? Well, I, I think they're still making remakes. Oh, they're um, in the, the, that stage, huh? Yeah, but they're doing... Uh, we have to do the fifth stage, which is 14 episodes, and the final stage, which is four episodes. Hmm. Um... And I don't really know when because it's not on Funimation, so we just have to find it online mm-hmm. ourselves. Damn. Um, Why is it on Funimation? I I don't know. I I have no clue. Hmm. Licensing or something? Maybe I'm not sure if it's even made by the same studio. Is it Sunrise that does it? I have no clue. 
What's the opening thing that happens in Initial D, like in the episode? Like, what's the uh, production company? Is it Toho? Uh, we don't. I don't think there is. It just starts. Yeah, it just there's just the Funimation logo, and then it cuts to the OP. Hmm. But, okay. I mean, it's been a fun show so far as well. Um, it's de- it's definitely like weird to see where it's going because really it's just been. Uh, you know, fucking car dog fights, more or less. Hmm. Um, where you kind of get to know the opponent, and then the main characters are like, let's fucking, like, race them. And then they race, then they win. Um, <laughs> the, it, like, it's cool how diverse the opponents are. Like, a lot of them are will just accept defeat gracefully. Any women? Yeah, there's a few women. They usually end up being love interests, but mm-hmm. none of them stick around that long. <laughs> um, There was... Any old men? Like, yes. really old? Yes. Uh, the last, That's awesome. <laughs> the last two fights in the arc are two old men called the God Hand and the God Foot. The God Foot? That's yeah. awesome. Um, they're both really endearing characters because um, they're just as good, and they give every they give both racers, both main characters, like a run for their money, mm. and they you actually just want them to win because they're just so nice, and they just have moments where they like pull aside the characters and they're just like, when I was your age, <laughs> I got a bunch of women, and <laughs> it's just kind of funny. <laughs> I've got a bunch of women. <laughs> um. It's just it's just a nice like change of pace because the last villains before that were like a bunch of assholes who like purposely sabotaged the road and like spilled oil everywhere to get them to peel out. Um it's so fucking funny. After they the, these fucking delinquents challenged uh, Project D to a race and after uh they get after one of their racers gets whooped um he te- like he threatens he the main it. one of the dudes threatens the main character and it's like hey we called we call our buddies to come fuck you up so like don't 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 try to win this race otherwise we might go through with it and you think it's did like an idle it? threat is this a is it did he say this to him what? oh would you like me to park your car no he uh <laughs> it's not what he says once again with the with the phenomenal timing there eric thank you <laughs> he uh so we were doing the race and you start seeing that the, he actually did invite a bunch of people like you see cars moving towards them very slowly and then by the time the second race is over and um they've been beaten again one of them one of the characters goes to like confront the five people that the delinquents called and it turns out he just knows him and, and they're mm. like, oh, Keisuke, what's going on, dude? Are these guys giving you trouble? Even though they're the ones that, like, called them up. And then the, the delinquents just get, like, a, a good talking to. Now, don't know that now. Don't know that. Come on uh, now. Come on now, son. What are you doing? Um... I guess before we move on to the main topic, I just want to let everybody know what's next week's episode. We're going to be talking all about 
Haikyuu, everything that's been released, that's including To the Top, every episode of To the Top. We will be talking about the whole show. It's, we're going to have a special guest. Garrett is going to come on, the trash kid himself. <sighs> we will have a special guest, Garrett. We're going to pull him out of the trash can and put him in a seat, put him in front of a microphone, and we're going to talk about the show. We're going to go over all the OPs, rank our all the OPs. I want to rank our favorite characters, and then just talk about where we think the show's going, what's going to happen, who's going to do what. So please enjoy that next week. Um, but Jared, it's time for your favorite part of the show. Perfect Blue. We watched it. Man. I don't even know what to say about Perfect Blue. Dude. <sighs> Perfect a, Blue. We're, we're, we're in the Satoshi Khan head. We're in the Satoshi Khan's little brain. We're in his brain. The great Satoshi Khan. Again, another film that's just incredible that he made. I, I can't believe it. It's honestly horrifying, dude. It is, uh, it is a uh, a movie that you wouldn't. If I told you the premise was about a just about a successful J-pop group chart, uh, uh, group member Turned who decides to become an actor, yeah, like that is the plot, and it it honestly gave me it's nightmares. Terrifying. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. I it's couldn't sleep freaky. the night that we watched it. There, there's like, I could sleep, uh, just I fine. But like, I was terrified. I, the the whole like premise of it just got under my skin like yeah i remember there's like a parts near the end of the movie i was watching like video essays about this like the night of where everyone's just like the last third of the movie is just a trip and i'm like yeah the last third of the movies where it just starts getting out of control yeah. <laughs> um it's a, the main character her name is mima kirogi and she is like this a uh, kind of like this kind of person who's just going with the flow like she feels like she outgrew her j-pop group and she wants to be like taken seriously as an actress but she still kind of clings on to being she like clings she like it's like her only no like way of fame and she clings to it kind of like throughout her days and stuff and like even her the her way her room is and also the film opens up with her singing a great song, by the way. And then it just like there's a fight in the crowd. A weird man who's uh, working there holds her in the palm of it. Like he has like he like uh, perspectively is like, look, he's away and he's holding like his hand up to her. Like she's his dancing little puppet. Really weird yeah, stuff. Definitely foreshadowing there. Also, I'm th- I feel like we're just going to spoil like all the movie here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, uh, go watch it. It's a we, great film. I, I I didn't want to use the guy's name, so we just I me and you just called him the fish man while we were watching. Yeah, does he have he a looks name? Looks like a fish. He does have a name, um, but I'm just not gonna say it. Is it Tijima? No. It's, what uh, is it? <laughs> it's uh, Mr. Me Mania. Oh yes, Mr. Me Mania. Um, we just called him Fishman. I, I didn't know that. I don't know if that's 
technically a spoiler, but if you're listening to this, chances are you probably have watched it or will watch it anyways. So, or hopefully no. you just forget about this podcast by the time you watch it and like it's all brand new to you. Hmm. But uh, movies like just dark. Like it's very slow to start yeah. to very slow it's like what's kind of happening and then like you some things ha- like start happening like she gets this weird fan letter that explodes and oh my uh, god and, that took me off guard dude yeah that was when like that what happened? the fuck that was like the first uh, of like a multiple of strange this little movie's events actually only an hour and 20 minutes it felt so much longer i know but that's like why i love it yeah it feels so long but it's only like it's a little over an hour yeah it made no money. Wow. Well, I mean, neither did Tokyo Godfather, so that's not. Yeah, it's it's so weird that he. Uh, he's revered. He's he's revered. Like he is a he is a master. Like this is a directed perfectly. I can't. Yeah. Like I was thinking of like what I could. What would I add to the movie, or what would I take out? I was like, I wouldn't take out anything. This movie was awesome. There's just too much that just adds to the, like everything. There's yeah. just like it's a paranoid movie too. It, it just yeah like. The more I watched head. it, the more I felt like dread. I yeah. was like, "Oh God." Um, the, like a part of the movie that like I feel like to me is the, my favorite part of the movie is that there would be these scenes happening with the with these characters that we knew that are actors, and they would just be talking about like, "Yeah, this this the the psycho killer did this," and like he probably has like a split personality whatever yeah, and well, then it go, then you hear just someone yelling cut and then yeah. it's like you're 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 you f- we cut into a scene that we cut out and then it's like okay now we're back to the, the, the now uh, it's the real world now right now it's the real world and they're talking and then, about something else and then out of nowhere later on this keeps happening the, there's just you know there's a real actual murder like a grisly murder that's off screen Although yeah. there isn't another murder that is on screen, um, but the first one's off screen. So whenever like you hear something about a murder, and then it, the, someone yells "cut," and then it's like, "Oh well, that what they were talking about was the show, not you know real life." But then it kind of um, weirdly like aligned with what was happening off the screen. Yeah, there's moments where it's like it, it it's very. Um, just eerily similar to what's going on really yeah. in in the actual world uh, of this film so it's like my favorite i love that like yeah. I, it's such a brilliant idea it's a brilliant uh, idea and it it just fucks with your head even more it makes it honestly it makes me feel like how mima feels where she's like yeah. what is even real like yeah there there's a part in the last third i think where she, and uh, this is the part that where I was like starting to really feel like the effects of like uh, just uh, like the psychosis almost sets in where she wakes up and the TV's playing like a news segment and her manager's there later <clears throat> and this and then she'll like wake up again and she'll be yeah and, and it'll be the same news segment and her manager still shows up she'll be like reading her computer and it'll say, Oh, Mima went to the store today and she's like, Oh, did I, I guess I did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like the, the, that was the other weird thing was that 
she there's this online website dedicated to her and that she had no idea what like she had no idea what was happening she had no idea who she has no idea who made it and she is like a fan who made it and she goes on there and she's like she starts reading like the daily diary and she's like just started noticing that like it was perfectly aligned with her day in the beginning she was like that's a little strange but then it, it keeps going back to it and back to it and back to it and then that's like what starts the spiral of like what's real what's not like that started really fucking with her yeah i mean this when did this movie come out 1997 yeah so it was at a time where uh not everyone still had like a computer in their home yet yeah yeah um so very early y2k almost at the at the precipice of the of the y, uh, new millennium uh even mima doesn't really understand how computers work at the start of it and i feel like it's even more relevant now than it is then uh because of all uh yeah, how how online uh, culture works. Yeah, and how people present themselves. There's a, like mm-hmm. the idea between who you are and who you are online. I feel I feel comes into play here. Uh, it's <clears throat> it's really just amazing how well this film's aged. Yeah, it's still extremely relevant. Like all of his work so far have been like. <clears throat> extremely relevant like the tech the way he like draws the technology like her appliances everything looks like it could take place today but then they introduce the fact that she has this old ass computer yeah and a playstation and a playstation yeah (laughs) when does she find time to play the playstation yeah well how she has she has she doesn't she doesn't know how to work on computer but she can work a playstation huh (laughs) it seems a little unrealistic to me me, come on, Satoshi Kam, what were you thinking? <laughs> she plays uh, Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Everybody plays that, right? Yeah. Uh, the music, ooh, was really scary. Very it sounded well like done. Silent Hill music. It sounded like yeah, a it was like a lot of like. Like it sounded like an industrial park, like a lot of heavy machinery, heavy metal Ugh. moving, like droning sounds. Really so strange. Spooky. Yeah. I, it's, um, it's such a. It, it's so terrifying. It's so distressing. It's so uh, upsetting. <laughs> There's so much to this movie that's just oozes with dread, even though it's not very much uh, tipi- set in a typical like horror setting. Yeah. Like, um, uh, uh, do I think we should reference? I think this scene is extremely powerful, and it's mm. it it kind of goes in with what we we're talking about uh, how like what was real, what wasn't, and it it's the uh, it's the, the strip club. yeah, it was Mima's character okay, in the wait, show wait. that she was acting in. We should probably just preface this by saying we're gonna talk about rape in this scene. Yeah, uh, uh, so. It's that. it's simulated it's it's simulated rape even in the mo- in the in the movie it's she's in a scene where her character is being uh, raped yeah and it's a really powerful scene because like there it's set it's like they they it's realistically like like they're stopping and like they're stopping and resuming stopping and resuming like all right cut all right it just goes it on rolling. for so long 
Yeah, you know? and then it and goes it, on for a long time. And in a film that I feel like the pacing so well, I feel like it really drags on in this scene. But it because it may, wants to make you feel like super uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, um, this is a turning point in the movie for like another character who's off screen. Yeah, who's there? Her manager, like who was with her since she was like a pop idol. And, and she's her, you like, can see her crying. Her crying it's and like it was a big so de- like leading. There was it was a big deal that leading up to this scene that she was do- even doing it. Yeah, like there was like a lot of blowback. Like like uh, her manager didn't want it to didn't want to do it but then she was getting pressure from the studio to do it um and it's just, the one of the uh most fucked up parts of the scene i feel like is um when the first time they stop and the guy is just like i'm sorry and she's like yeah. no it's fine but yeah, they keep fine. going and it just it goes on for so long and i remember me and you were like oh geez like uh, it's I, like god just like like get on with it please Please. Move on. Move it's not. On. I mean, to be fair, it's not like as exploitative as it would have been because it's not real. But, but it, it felt it, so it, it real. It puts a spotlight on like the, this yeah. part of like the industry and like the people that make this kind of stuff and that want to see this kind of stuff. Well, like nowadays, like Hollywood, like big Hollywood movies would have like a trauma person there. Like they're like your scene. They they sit they sit like. Like, like uh, they'll be sitting on set with, like, a bag of, like, comfort toys and, like, comfort things and, like, mm-hmm. be there. To, and, like, as soon as the scene's over, they're up to you. Like, are you comfortable? Are you okay? Blah, blah, blah. Just asking, like, questions and questions. So the industry is getting, like, at least in Hollywood and big budget movies are having, like, I forgot what they're called. Like, emotional support people or whatever. Like, their main job is, like, to be there for the people who are, like having sex or in a sexual act on mm. set that's uh that's good at least yeah um what else uh the i don't want to i don't want to bring uh, yeah we should bring up the twist right i mean like, yeah we can just we can just say like if, at this point we're gonna just get into really heavy spoiler territory so yeah. if you haven't seen it then maybe just stop listening or so it turns out ahead. Uh, so it turns out that Mima, all there, like there's several murders that happen throughout the movie, and like you're led to believe that Mima is the one doing these murders. Yeah, well, there's like, a scene some, where she actually, explicitly is the person doing yeah. the murders. Well, like, before that, I'm sorry. Like, uh, you, there's this weird fish man that we referenced in the beginning. Like, he's like always around, mm-hmm. and like he's at this, he's always there, and always seems like he's there. And it kind of seems like he did one of the murders, but then after that, like the second murder was obviously done by me. It looked like it was done by Mima, which it technically was, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. So like, there's another uh, scene before this, or is it? Wait, it's after this, um, where uh, the it, 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 like the the movie just spirals out of control for a bit. It's really unclear what's real and what's not. There's a scene where yeah. Mima's in. Uh, like a hospital word and it's saying something like she thinks that she's a uh, star or something like at this point and, and, and after this it's like um it reveals it's also just again uh part of the tv show drama she's on so at this point we're thinking oh well what we just saw wasn't real uh the yeah. fish man makes his appearance uh it, it he attempts to kill nima because he believes that she's no longer uh, representative of the real 
Mima, which is just a version of her that he thinks is real. Um, but Mima ends up killing him with one fatal hammer strike to the head. Mm-hmm. Um, and then immediately afterwards, they go cut again. <laughs> yeah. Except that part's not real. It's obviously not real that time. Yeah. But it, and her manager comes over, um, they look inside where the body is. The body's not there. That is never explained. Yeah. But I don't yeah, think it never needs explained. to. Yeah. Um, because the actual, actual twist, the fisherman was just like a red herring, I feel like. Yeah. It was like, it was, it made, it was there to throw you off. The actual twist, and I'll let, I'll let Eric handle this one. So the actual twist is Mima, it goes back to her room. That's what her manager says. And she wakes up and she's like, she's kind of dazed. Her manager's like, um, let me get you some tea. And she's like making tea or whatever. And then Mima's like looking around the room and like she hears like a train go by. And she's like, train? Like, I don't live near like a train tracks. And then she starts to notice is like these little differences in her room. And like, this is, and she's like, this isn't my room. She looks outside, she sees the train tracks, and then she looks back inside and you see this fictional Mima who's dressed as like we see like we see we've seen this Mima before throughout the movie. She's mm-hmm. like dressed in her like J pop idol costume and she's like has this weird glow to her. And then like she's walking towards Mima with like a knife, right? And yeah. Mima, like, and then like you see in the mirror that it's her manager in the Mima costume, like acting like Mima, and you, and then it's like everything starts coming together. Like her manager was the one per- perpetrating all these murders, and like she was the one who was on the website, she because she had access to all her, uh, she knew where she what she was doing every day because like she's her manager, so everything started just falling into place, and her manager is like really fat. Which is also a big, I think, like a, a thing Satoshi Khan keeps hitting on. Like I, now mm-hmm. that now this and Tokyo Godfathers, how being fat and like the Japanese society is like you're seen down on, mm-hmm. like you're seeing less than a person. And in Tokyo <clears throat> Godfathers, you remember in the flashback with uh, Miyuki mm-hmm. when she stabbed her dad, she was yeah. fat. Yeah. So, and uh, back to Perfect Blue. She like, and then it becomes this huge chase scene. They're all running, and it ends with like Miyuki. No, I'm sorry, not Miyuki. Uh, uh, God, fucking uh, uh, Mima, (laughs) Mima, Mima, yeah. Like running in the middle of the street, she like breaks glass and like. Rumi, the manager, falls over and like cuts herself, and then she walks into the middle of the. Sh- no, no, no! Fucking Mima takes off Rumi's wig. Rumi yeah. cornered her, and like she takes off the wig, and that like, like totally snapped her, like out of her like weird like uh, double personality disorder, and that kind of just. Uh... Uh, then then the weird thing happens where like looked like Rumi was gonna get hit by a truck, but then Mima saved her. At the yeah. last second, mm-hmm. as if she was felt sorry for her, which very, she did. Uh, very strange decision on her part. But. Yeah. Then it cuts to like Mima visiting Rumi at this weird uh, mental facility, and like 
Mima looks like she has she's finally back on track or whatever. And she gets in her car and she says, I'm it's the real me. Don't worry, everybody, it's the real me. And then cuts. <laughs> yeah, it's um It's a roller coaster of a movie. Uh the definitely the the whole thing with uh Mima and her doppelganger. This ends up this is actually a recurring element in most of the film. Yeah. We're kind of just led to believe that, like, she's going insane or some shit. <clears throat> uh, but I think there's a little more to it. It definitely reminded me of Serial Experiments Lane because of the whole doppelganger thing. Mm. Um, the, the computer did not help. Uh, but also, Serial Experiments Lane came out after this, so maybe it's the other way around. Um, definitely just, the other way around. Yeah. Um, but like, it, it's, I, it, it's hard to like differentiate between Mima and Rumi, because they both see themselves as them uh, as Mima. Um, yes. So I feel like there's a bunch of scenes where it's pro- we're probably just seeing it from Rumi's perspective, like the murder scene. Yeah. Um. That I feel like I'd have to watch it again, but I don't know if the movie's meant to be deciphered like that or not. Mm. But I don't know. Maybe it uh, maybe it helped me understand a little more. I definitely walked away from it like understanding what I felt I needed to understand. I don't feel like it's like a mind fuck movie. There's definitely no. parts of it that are like mind fucky, but they're they're definitely mind fucky like like scenes in the movie but this the movie wants you to know what happened at the end so yeah like it it tried to spell it out like as clear as it could like this is what happened it's based on a book apparently yeah but he didn't write Toshikon did not write this he just directed it but he did yeah but he definitely um apparently there's no like copies of it available right now what do you mean like you can't yeah you can't find it anywhere hmm it's called the perfect blue, Kanzen Hentai. What's the perfect blue then? I don't know. Perfect blue. There was like a video essay that uh, I saw that maybe made it out to be like blue represents Mima or something. I don't know. She's the perfect blue. Hmm. But like definitely overall. like a movie I will definitely own someday. Yeah, I, not, I won't. I I, mean, I, per, I I won't quick to purchase it like I did Tokyo Godfathers, but yeah, I would rather watch Tokyo Godfathers again, <laughs> to be honest. Oh yeah, it, this movie because... is more like yeah, this movie to me needs to, like is it's, a it's, it's, it's like it's it's hard yeah, it's a hard to watch because like it's so my it's like it's such a fuck with your head type of movie and like it's also dark and it like yeah. the music isn't pleasant. So, like, the and reason like, I, I would, like, prefer Tokyo Godfathers over this is only because of, like, the subject matter and, like, I need... For me, it's, like, emotionally draining. I need time to recharge, yeah. you know? Yeah. And Tokyo Godfathers is also very funny. Yeah, Tokyo Godfathers was just a romp. Like, start to finish. Like, I love that film. I want to own it. Mm. But... I mean, that doesn't, you know, diminish the quality of Perfect Blue at all. No, 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 no. I mean, you're talking. You're comparing two really good pieces yeah, of art that are like nothing alike, but yeah, share the same dad. Same dad, but uh, different outcome. Yep, 
He was a different dad with a different dude when he made this. <laughs> um, I guess the next one I want to watch of Satoshi Khan is Paprika. Yeah, I want to watch Paprika and Paranoia Agent. I think Paranoia Agent is a show. No, it's a movie. It's a movie? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm very excited to keep watching... Uh, all these Satoshi Khan stuff, but Paprika, I, uh, I've heard so many things about Paprika, like can't wait to watch it, so look forward to that. Oh no, it is a, it is a series, you're right. It's 13 episodes. Told you. I was right. Got me there. Um, okay, everybody. That will do it for us. Thank Next time so I much. talk to you, I'll be depressed that I finished One Piece, so... Thank you for your patronage. Thank you for your money. Mm. Thank you for mm. your time. Mm. Next week will be high Q week. So uh, all you high Q heads, get ready. We're coming for you. We are definitely coming for you. Better lock up. Better lock up. Check it twice. All right, Jared. That's the end of the copy. Okay, I'm Stop recording. Um, that's it.